0: Respect Life Radio. My name is Deacon Jeff Bennett with Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Denver. Remember, you can listen to all of our shows at respectliferadio.com. Today's topic might be a little sensitive for young ears. We're going to be talking about drag queen story times. So if you have young people and you don't want them to listen, uh, I would suggest that You either get them out of the room or you listen to this on its podcast, as I mentioned earlier, at respectliferadio.com. So for many of you, you might or might not be aware that we've had several drag queen story times in the libraries here in the Archdiocese of Denver. They've been in Boulder. In January, we had them in Lafayette. And there's actually another one scheduled for the end of February, February 29th, at the Broomfield Library. And you can go to respectlifedenver.org to find out more details about prayer vigils and what we're planning on doing to defend children and protect them from these harmful shows that are really trying to indoctrinate them. But what I want to do before we bring our guest on, who happens to be a parent who has dealt with this and has two young children, is kind of go through how this all got started. So we've been doing some research here at the Respect Life Ministry in Denver, and what we have found is that this is actually an organized plan. This isn't something just happening randomly throughout the United States. So there is uh, the American Library Association. You can go on their website, and they actually have a page on there where the library responds to Drag Queen Story Hour. So the library goes through kind of the whole history, what you should do, how you should do it, and so believe it or not, and I'm sure most will believe it, that this actually started in San Francisco, and there's a web page that we're going to talk about in a few minutes called www.dragqueenstoryhour.org. So basically, the library, the American Library Association, which boasts of 57,000 members and talks about 120,000 different public libraries in the United States, uh, has really promoted and put together a game plan on how to hold these drag queen story times. Now, the other thing we need to know about, and we kind of looked it up, Is that the Public Library Association, which is a sister company, which has been around 75 years, is a sister company, as I just mentioned, of the American Library Association, which has been around over 100 years. So what we are seeing is an organized effort to affect young people and how they think. And so I went on the website and I encourage all to do so. And there are different questions and answers. So there's a frequently asked questions section on a website that the library uh, sends you to. This is the Drag Queen Story Hour webpage. And it kind of has what their goal is. So what is a Drag Queen Story Hour is the very first one. And it's drag queens reading stories to children in libraries, schools, and other community spaces that last about 45 minutes and is designed for children from three to eight years old. Now, the, ver- the locations vary depending on you know the city and, the- and whatever entity is hosting these, but the drag queen generally reads three to four children's books, sings children's songs, and leads children in a craft activity such as making crowns, wands, paper, ba- paper bag puppets, or sometimes other activities like face painting and even dress-up time. So you may ask, why is the Respect Life office of the Archdiocese of Denver even talking about this? Well, one, because it affects children, right? We are attacking the dignity of human beings and trying to change the minds and open them up to three- to eight-year-olds to show that this is actually pretty normal. And not only is it normal, it's something that they can be encouraged to do as well. And so not only do they tell you what the story hour is about, they talk about what is a drag queen. Should I call the drag queen he, she, they or something else? And it really promotes gender fluidity. Should children be exposed to issues like gender fluidity? And the library says, absolutely, this library association. So we as parents need to be aware that this isn't a random act here and there, that there is a game plan being distributed so that people can introduce drag queen story time, as I mentioned before, not only in libraries, but schools and other community spaces. So basically it means that as a parent, we need to be very vigilant as to where and what our kids are seeing. These things are happening throughout the country. Uh, So it's not just here in Colorado. It's probably, I don't even know how many states. I couldn't find it exactly, but it looked like most of them have or will be participating in this drag queen story time. I have heard people say that, you know, they're three to eight-year-olds. They're not going to remember anything. Well, anybody with a three to eight-year-old realizes, especially on the younger side of that, they're like little sponges. And so we need to be aware as parents as to what's going on. But the thing is, as you dig on this and you go deeper and deeper it becomes more disturbing. So I decided to look and see, are there actually child drag queens? And so just kinda going on the internet, I found an article for here in Denver, as a matter of fact, that says this all ages drag queen show is now going on in not only Denver, Colorado, but in other places throughout the country as well. And basically what it is, it's for all ages, whoever wants to participate as a drag queen. So you can go to drag for all ages, go on and just type that in your, your Google search or whatever search engine you're using, and it'll show you what's going on in your city. So I just happened to look on Denver and it says, the Drag for All Ages show was started in March of 2019 by a local drag queen, Jessica Lahore, and the owner of Mile High Comics. So it's supposedly it's been a consistent target for those trying to protest or or pray about what's going on. And they're having their one-year anniversary at the end of march 2020 so now there are actually children who perform at these drag for all ages shows they dress in drag they are emulating what they've seen on tv when you read the article that i've just read that i mentioned to you uh that they saw a tv show With that was focused on RuPaul, who was, I guess, a famous drag queen who had their own TV show. And that's kind of what sparked them. And so we have children now doing drag queen shows in probably your city, and you may not even know it. So the issue we have here is that there is an indoctrination, there is an attempted target of children. Look, some people will say, well, leave the drag queens alone. Look, as adults, obviously we can disagree people's lifestyles and what they do and, you know, how they make their living or whatever it may be. But the bottom line is when you start going after children from three to eight years old, we need to make sure that they are protected. And so – I encourage people, go online and just see what's going on in your neighborhood, what's going on in your city. Whether you're in Colorado or wherever you are in the United States, my guess is you're going to be very surprised at what you find. So as I mentioned before, there is another story time coming to the Denver, Colorado area. It'll be in Broomfield on February 29th. For those that want to come out to a prayer vigil, go to respectlifedenver.org. We will have information about a mass prior to the event, which is, I think the event starts at 10 o'clock, but go to the website for details. We will do a prayer vigil, and we will pray for the protection of our children and the conversion of hearts. This is not a protest. This is not some angry mob. This is bringing the Lord and the attention of what's going on and bringing the faith component through prayer so that we can defend these children, that we can bring it to people's attention. Now, the other thing that you can do is write the library. Look at your local library. They they have no problem if you look, especially look on their calendars saying that, you know what, we have drag queen story time coming up and we want to teach children gender fluidity. So you can write the library, you can talk to your elected officials, although they're going to say they have nothing to do with it because the library isn't, you know, an elected position. But Parents can get involved in the libraries, right? This has been targeted and been going on for a long time. So parents can get involved in the libraries. Parents can write the libraries and let them know. Some some shows have actually been canceled because of the community concern, and they're bringing it up. And just so you know, I have invited the Boulder Library, and I've invited the Broomfield Library also to participate in this show Uh, I have not heard anything back from the Boulder Library and the Broomfield Library said this is new to them, so they really don't have anything to add. So this is an important topic that we need to keep on our radar, that we need to pray, and we need to be involved. If we want to make change, it's going to involve us participating and bringing awareness to other people. So for the second part of our show, we'll be talking to Jason, a father with two young children who had a deal with Drag Queen Storytime at his local library right after Christmas 2019. So it was early January 2020, where he was trying to find something for his kids to do and found out that his library was promoting Drag Queen Storytime. Jason, thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So... You're
0: minding your own business, just kind of living your life as a dad and a husband and father, and then all of a sudden you find out the local library's doing a drag queen story time. I mean, what was your first reaction when this was brought to your attention?
1: Well, um, actually, it was the holidays were coming up and, you know, the kids were going to have some time off school as uh, expected. So I decided to look at the local library and just get an idea what their uh, children's uh, programs were through the holidays. And buried within the site, you know, it uh, was the Drag Queen Hour. And um, I just couldn't, it didn't really register. <laughs> I had to kind of let let it, uh, you know, kind of get through to me what, what it was actually saying. Uh, not only the, you know, the topic and what they could possibly be trying to teach kids, uh, with with such an adult topic, uh, but the fact that you know the uh, the performer's name was I would say sexually suggestive name, and uh, and it just it it really uh, sunk in that uh, I didn't want any part of this, especially any tax dollars or city dollars in any way to support this.
0: Yeah, and so the name of the drag queen is Miss Shirley Delta Blow has her has his own website actually and it turns out he's a third grade teacher in in North Glen, not at one of the public schools, but one of the other schools. So all of a sudden, you th- you think you're on candid camera, right? There's there's a camera as you're reading this and they want to see your reaction. Unfortunately, it's not a joke, it's actually true. So once it sets
1: in, then what? What what do you what are you th- what are you thinking and what do you want to do? I think my initial thing was Okay, there's got to be, where, where's the outrage? You know, it, it's buried within the site. It's not like on the very front of the site. You have to um, search for it, which, of course, only parents are really digging into the site to see what kind of events are coming up for children, and those things are changing all the time. So um, I just think my initial, you know, after it settled in, I just thought, where's the outrage? Certainly there's got to be other parents that um, think that this adult content. Uh, cannot be allowed to, uh, you know, be around kids. So that was my thing. And then I started asking around, um, and, um, you know, a lot of people uh, don't want to – they're walking on eggshells these days in our culture, so, you know, they don't want to be the voice. Even though they personally uh, are against it, they're certainly not going to voice their opinion. And that's something that I've definitely uh, found out. I did go to some local churches. They didn't want anything to do with it. And I had a very wrong assumption. I just thought it would be just a matter of bringing it to their attention and, uh, you know, tell, tell some of their parishioners. But it was nothing of the sort. It was basically just, hey, we don't want anything to do with it. Don't talk to us any further. And it uh, left me really confused. <laughs>
0: Well, so. confused and disappointed, yeah, right? Dis- I mean, disappointed it, yeah, disappointed. Yeah, I sure. mean, in the end, I mean, you think, well, all I have to do is push this ball, and it's going to roll right down the hill, and everything's going to work great. Everybody's going to be outraged, and you know what? They're going to say, hey, this is ridiculous, because what's happening is they're trying to indoctrinate children. And, and look, if you're teaching somebody something, you want to go to the kids. Unfortunately, evil in this world has figured that out, and so – you're going to three to six-year-olds, and even you know, even older, but that's really their target market, kind of pre-K, kindergarten, first grade kids, to teach them that their gender is fluid. Now, we all know that sex is binary. You're either male or female. Biology points it out. There is no ambiguity to it. Every cell in our body will tell us whether we're male or female. Yet we're gonna have a guy dressing up as a girl read stories to teach children that they can be whoever they want to be and that their gender their sex is fluid. So you reached out to the churches, you reached out to other parents too, correct? That's correct. And what was the response of parents? Did did you get anybody say, "Hey, let's let's go to let's go to battle over this?" or did you were you surprised at some reactions that they thought it was okay? Did
1: you find it well, right any of those parents? Yes, I I do come from a fairly liberal family um uh, as far as you know my siblings so i kind of am used to uh knowing that i kind of have to keep things neutral to not upset anybody so i tested the waters a little bit and i could tell that uh very few uh very few people were uh were really concerned about it and so i just kind of knew i was somewhat alone in uh in my reaction to it but then i started digging further and 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 meeting more people that certainly were uh were concerned and willing to do something about it so i know those people are out there i've read a national poll that said 88 of american adults are not for not for it nationally um and that's you know maybe a little lower in boulder county <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe a lot lower
1: but with, it's lower yeah lower and uh, there's you know i didn't set into this to do you know, to really research it, I just want to make sure didn't, you know, this wouldn't happen and spread into the schools and everything in my town. But I've since learned that, you know, there's protests. I think there's like a monthly event at the uh, comic store. I don't know, some big comic store in Denver that uh, a lot of people are now protesting. And, you know, I, I'm all about peaceful You know peaceful protests that that's that's what's important is is showing that there's good people that are uh not for this are going to stand up for children the protecting children and uh so these events you know uh i don't know if it's mile high comic or uh something similar to that i've read an article about it i should have come more prepared with the name but they do that monthly um and apparently drawing some real protests from various groups and again i i I'm not for groups going down there and doing anything other than a peaceful prote- protest. Um, whether you're with the church or not, it should be peaceful and should be representing you know uh, protection of children. The focus needs to be the protection of children, not shifted to the drag queen and, and the adult content. And I personally, I've said this from the very start, um, it's whether somebody is straight or gay anything in between that's not that's not my personal issue my issue is what is expected adult universal adult behavior around children that that's a that's what the focus should be it should be protecting children what is acceptable adult behavior around children all this other stuff shifting the focus to the drag queens i don't want it. that's not what it's about and i think that's kind of a trap um, that people get into when in fact it should be about the children
0: Right, and I couldn't agree with you more. It is about the children, right? I mean, children are a gift. The Lord gives us those children and says, here, you take care of them and raise them. But we want to teach them not not only to show dignity and respect to all people, doesn't matter what their orientation, but we need to teach them the truth and not try to indoctrinate them into a certain way of thinking. And just so people know, there's going to be another drag queen story time at the Broomfield Library on February 29th. We did reach out to the library and asked if they would like to participate in this broadcast. And I'll read you their response. Thank you for your interest in our programming. We strive hard to provide programming and materials that meet the needs and the interests of all in our community. This program is new for us and we are eager to see how the Broomfield community responds to the program. Since we have not yet done a program like this, I don't have anything to add to your program. So we did reach out to find out the library's perspective. And their perspective is, you know, they want to meet the needs of the community. And they think somehow teaching our children that their gender is fluid meets the needs of their community. And and the Broomfield Library or any library is welcome at any time to reach out to us. And we'd love to have them on the program to talk about their perspective. But the perspective of parents, and, and Jason, you're not the only one, is that I want to protect my kids. I think going to the library should be a fun experience, and, and generally it is, but not only are we seeing this happen in the libraries, it's starting to happen at schools throughout the country, and it is always targeted on children, trying to force an agenda and an ideology on young children so that when they grow up they'll have people on their side and so this is why the outrage needs to take place and so jason i really appreciate you bringing this to our attention but what should a parent do now i mean you've done a lot of research since this first happened what should they
1: do um well i think people should be aware that there are uh places anybody that like coaches children teaches children goes in and puts on a reading program, needs to be vetted. It's just a required thing uh, make sure that they're not a criminal or offender, anything like that, of course. And that just goes without saying. But there's been a number of things around the country um, where there have been uh, criminals that have been discovered uh, either after the fact or during the, uh, during the actual reading event. Um, and, you know, pedophilia and uh, other... Um, you know, not not uh, good uh, characters that have been reading and putting these programs on, and uh, that you know that would that's just something that people should be aware of. I was shocked when I read it. It's not made up. It's there were some situations down in Texas, uh, so this stuff is real and um you know people need to be aware of it i just think it goes under most people's radar because you're busy with life and work and just trying to stay afloat right so i think that's kind of the deal is 88 percent of people that are you know adults in this country are against it um and yet you know very few people really uh show up to protest i i think because of lack of education and understanding that it's, you know, the next step is just to make it normal in schools and, uh, I mean, just a matter of this only started in this country a few years ago and um, there, there's more to that, but um, it's it, it's happened more entrenched in other countries as well. Most Americans don't understand that, you know, they can predict what's rolling out to our country based on looking how entrenched it is other places.
0: Well, and, and you're right, Jason, I mean, this is an indoctrination and what are parents going to do to stand up now there was a peaceful prayer vigil at the Lafayette library and about 50 people ish showed up to pray for about an hour it was non-confrontational but the other side and the mayor included bust people in from other cities and there were hundreds of counter-protesters there you know thinking that you know they were going to show how normal this was and in reality they showed how unnormal this is so the spectacle in and of itself really proved that you know this is no place for children a a child should not have to walk into a library seeing a gender unicorn dancing around people dressed in various colors various outfits uh almost like they were at a rock concert um it's just really it's really crazy so we're almost out of time what would you say you know to the people listening
1: jason (laughs) What should they do? I think uh, people should really contact um, their local city officials and make their voice heard that, you know, they're not going to stand up for this, uh, you know, uh, not going to allow this. And, uh, you know, there, there are more people than it seems that are out there that are not for it. Now, going the next step uh, and showing up at a protest, you know, that's that's a leap for some people. But majority of people are not for adult content for children. And uh, it's not it's not a PG or it's not a, a G rated event, um, so it's not appropriate. And uh, I just think each each uh, person needs to contact their local officials and and uh, really make make uh, their voice heard.
0: Well, I appreciate you coming out, Jason. And also contact your local library. Right if they yeah. if they're just testing the waters just to see what the community says. If you stand up and say, "Look, this is not what our community wants." You might be able to change it in your in your community. And oh, last one last word, Jason.
1: Yeah, real quick. Um, th- there is a group that shows up to counter protest and shield the kids from protesters. Now, um, uh, just I just want to make a comment. Being part of a rosary rally group, um, there's nothing more of a uh, people trying to protect children against uh, people coming there to pray and be peaceful. I mean, that's a real charade and i think they know it and it's put on for the media and it's obvious we, you know people are going there to pray and be peaceful and just show their protest against the event there's no uh, need to protect children against uh, people coming there to pray so that's that's just a put on thing and that was really obvious at the uh, event
0: well again thanks for bringing it to
1: our attention in the respect life office